Welcome to All Dollars No Cents with Josh Altman and Kevin Klein. They put the real in real estate. Hey, buddy. Hey, there he is. I miss you, man. Josh Altman, the man, the myth, the Altman. Oh, Back. do I owe you a hundred bucks, or do I owe uh, Herps a hundred? Uh, you definitely. Oh, yeah, we lost money on a bet. We all got got together, played a round of golf on New Year's Day. That's right. And uh, we had a bet on. But one I of the thought about games. it the other day because yeah. somebody was like, "Who are you taking for the game?" And I said, yeah. "Oh, you know what." I think I owe someone. I, I wasn't on the. But I paid your share. Oh, you did? All right, hold I, I on. Paid your, uh, but you're, Are you oh, on Venmo? Uh, I am on Venmo, yeah. Watch this. Uh, this is the first time wow. money has been exchanged. This is amazing. On Venmo, on podcast live. Uh, it's probably not true necessarily, but okay. we will accept it right now. And you can go ahead and add a couple of zeros to that if you're feeling generous. All uh, right. So for anybody who wants to give Kevin money. It's right here, this the, guy? Yeah, let me see the name. Yeah, the Kevin Klein. There Kevin it is. Kevin Klein. You sure this is you? Yeah, let's hope so. If not, I like the idea of you just randomly giving people $100 on Venmo. <laughs> Wait. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at get, all. That would get a lot of buzz, right? All of a sudden, realtor Josh Altman is just throwing around $100 to random people on Venmo. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. That could be. That could get you some, some press. You never shy away from the press. Even when it was you crashed your car into a uh, was it the House of Blues. The House Sunset, of Blues. <laughs> I said, are you embarrassed? You go, listen, it's press. Uh, everyone's okay. Uh, car's insured. Um, I gave uh, you a rocket pop. Wow, look at that. Because like, that's the funny thing with Venmo. It's like... What do you put? First of all, who sees this? I don't know who's paying attention to what people are paying people for, but I also know that I see people constantly obsessed with it. And and when I have to give my what, you're right, paying. I'm always curious because I pay my masseuse, right? Uh, pay a couple other people, and I'm like, who is seeing this? And I ask them that, like, is it public? Do you ever give your wife money on Venmo? No, okay, give her I've, money in person. In person, I've had to give my wife money on Venmo, and it is the strangest thing <laughs> in the world because I think to myself. What are people going to assume this is for? And usually it's like she's got to give someone money on Venmo, so I just throw it into her. But I always just write wife rental fee. <laughs> and I don't think she thinks that's very funny. Uh, we're back at it again. This is our first episode of 2020. Uh, thank you for all of the kind words, people demanding more all dollars, no cents with the man right there, Josh Altman, Kevin Klein right here, where we talk about uh, real estate and real life. And I thought a great way for us to get going this week would be to talk about resolutions in general and how you know a lot of people make them the beginning of the year and a lot of times they're broken by the by the second week of the year but yeah in your line of work and i've seen you do this as the year progresses you make resolutions seems like all the time like you you don't wait for the year to end and start you say this month we need to do this this week we're going to try this for the next six years let's do this you you kind of i mean i remember an episode we did almost a year ago where you said uh your resolution became retire by 50 right like you, you've got these resolutions that are that's, that's still resolutionary. That is. That's still a that's, resolution. That has not been yes. canceled yet. No canceled resolution there. Look, I'm I'm part of the old school. It's it's. I don't understand why you have to wait till New Year's to do something that you want to do. Like either do it or don't. What are you waiting for? I mean, there's no. You're not getting some special prize. Like okay, now it's New Year's. Now I'm going to do it. You get more of a prize if you start doing it right now and don't wait. Uh, so you know I. I, I in my business, you always set goals. The only good thing about New Year's is in my business, number-wise, when you're trying to break records, that you start from scratch. Everybody on January 1st is at an even playing field. And then from there, it's who's going to do what to break what record and how hard are they going to work. And so it's a nice, clean slate. That I like. But look, you're going to the gym. You're going to do work harder. You're going to be a nicer person. You're going to do this or that. All things, by the way, which I try to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, why you got to wait? 
I, uh, I've said that about you before. People uh, say all the time, is, is, uh, is Josh an a-hole? And I say, I wish I could say that. I said, the fact of the matter is, he's actually a really nice guy. Uh, I, although I would imagine if there's people that have done you wrong, uh, people that have done you dirty, people that have been not loyal, people that have been dishonest, anyone who's wasted your time, I could see how you would want to be uh, an a-hole to them. But, that, the re- but the reality is you're probably still, you just go, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be more successful and that's going to get to them. You know what's funny? That was the nicest way you could ever call me an a-hole <laughs> That's what I was trying like to you went around it so like i could see if someone did you dirty that you could like i mean that was amazing that's thinking- why i love you number one number two thank you for sticking to the nda that we had you sign when you're, we when we signed you're up you're welcome here. there's a lot of paperwork before All, we got you're this only allowed to say josh is nice josh is nice and uh anything <laughs> if i say anything else will be edited out you won't even hear it in the, in the show um, beep, beep, but beep, but beep, when, beep, when beep. that happens, because I would imagine that that's got to happen, you know, on a semi-regular basis, right? You, you meet someone through someone or you're going to do work with someone and th- you have different morals, you have different pl- whatever. And, and potentially something happens where there's a you guys, you just say, I can't work with this person. Right. Wait, I, w- I did that yesterday. Really? I walked out of a listing appointment yesterday. It was on the market for six million nine hundred ninety five thousand. Wow. It was a teardown. It was on the market for that price for 200 days. He took it off right before the end of the new year. This is now a couple of weeks later. And uh, I met with him and, you know, he had me meet, you know, at a time that was not convenient. Uh, you know, I, I had to sit in an hour of traffic to get there. And he sits there and continues to tell me that now that it's a new year, he thinks that we should raise the price mm-hmm. from his current old listing that he had with his old realtor and instead we should put it on for 7995 because he priced it too low raised it a million dollars and it's been on the market for almost 200 days i i looked at him and i was like i was so angry because i just i was so busy and i had so much stuff to do i was like this guy just literally wasted an hour there an hour back it's just killed my day and uh i was like i i so i don't know i just, i like to bet people I don't know. I like to bet sometimes, you know, it's just fun. The stakes are high. And I, and I literally looked at him. I was like, you're wasting my time. I said, why don't we do this? So at least I get something out of this. I will bet you $10,000 that you will never see over $6.9 million. And uh, so you have a $10,000 bet on a property. He, now. Did, he did not he shake did not my hand. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, maybe he understood how serious you were, though, because we talked about this many times. People have unrealistic expectations and they think because. You know, the property doesn't know what the calendar year is. He thinks it's 2020 now, so there's going to be inflation. So he's trying to get in on it early. Right. You're saying, look, this is the same plot of dirt that was here two days ago. It hasn't yeah. changed that much at all, actually. No, and not only that, actually, in that specific market of developers looking for land that has no entitlements, you know, that's a two-and-a-half-year project. That market is a little down right now. And so, you know, I, I, I know I'm very good at what I do. I, I spent my life studying it. So when people think that they know more in my expertise, obviously there are people who do and are good. But like when people try to challenge when I know that I'm right and I'm there to help, I get super frustrated. Also, someone can challenge really in anything you do, right? They can challenge your knowledge. They could, they could maybe be more historically uh, accurate about what things sold for in different times. But they can't really challenge your passion. And that's the thing that's, I, I think, no matter what it is you do, and you've proven that time and time again, to remain passionate about what you do. And you would probably argue you're more passionate now, even after hitting some levels of success, 
than you were even when you first got into real estate, right? The oh, pay- yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I love real estate. That's why I got into it because uh, we talk about it when I lost all my money when the economy collapsed. The only thing I liked doing that kept me going was, you know, on Tuesdays and Sundays going to look at houses. Like that was a fun thing for me to do because it allowed me to dream and try to, you know, motivate me personally to get back out of the rut that I was in. But so I always had the passion, but now it's like, it's more than just selling houses now. It's building a legacy. I mean, look, like yesterday, for instance, Matt and I announced that we have officially opened Altman Brothers San Diego. Yeah, I saw that video. And, you know, we're selling in, in, in La Jolla and, and downtown San Diego right. and Rancho Santa Fe and Del Mar and all these places. Like, the fact that we have accomplished that now, like, mm-hmm. to add to the legacy— it's a building block of, of what we want to get to eventually, but that's where the passion is. You know, the passion is, uh, you know, these guys out here and ladies out here that sit in my office that work for the Altman brothers that are killing it right now that when they came through my door to interview originally, they couldn't sell themselves out of anything. I mean, they, they couldn't close a deal. They couldn't close a door. And what do you attribute that to, right? So obviously they've, they've, they've got access now to uh, better properties, and some of your secrets, right? And I've seen you do it's team secrets. building. I've seen you take care of your team very well. Um, I've seen you support them both professionally and personally, actually. Yeah. Uh, but the idea that now, and I'm seeing these videos go up quite regularly where you're saying, hey, I want to introduce you to this guy. Uh, he moved here a year ago. Didn't know a person in all of uh, America, not even Southern California. And now he just closed a house for you know $12 million. Yeah, so that's that was something that I realized I did it once and the feedback was huge and it's it's I realized how important it was very quickly to give credit uh, to the people who are not necessarily in front of the camera and they're more behind the scenes but they work very diff- they work very hard and it's, it's it's and it's not easy and what they've accomplished and the response on that was huge and every time I post a video of someone on my team and congratulating them people Love it, you know and I, mean? I love it yeah, because I feel like it's my pro- my protege. Well, here's the thing: you you appear almost unattainable, right? People see you and they go, "Yeah, but that's Josh, and he's been on the show, and he's got this and that." When you show the people that work here, as you said, that no one really knows who they are, it, it's almost like watching that person get that giant check when they win the lottery, right? For you sure. Go, you you see this person, you go, "Wow, that person just sold this ridiculous house. They're going to probably get a great commission here," and. You actually genuinely seem proud of them. Obviously, you're going to do okay as well in the deal. That's probably part of why you're excited. <laughs> but I think that you are actually, you're very excited for them. Listen, I, of course, this is my family here. When you work with the Altman brothers, you're a family member. I am absolutely proud of them. If I make nothing or if I make a lot on the deal, there's no difference to me. We're going to always sell our own properties. And, and you know, to be part of the, the experience of them, you know, getting that deal done and getting an amazing deal under their belt and moving forward and getting some money in their bank. Uh, I, I lived through them because I remember that time. Yeah. That first time after I had lost everything where I got my first like decent paycheck was when I sold, you know, this piece of land for I think it was one point six million dollars. And it was like whatever the cut was, I ended up walking away. It was like 20 grand. One check for 20 grand. One check for 20 grand. So it was like nothing to something. And I, you know, you feel like you're a millionaire. And you're chasing that rush. I remember the first time. You feel like you're unstoppable. I was on a cruise ship playing blackjack, and I think I got to cash. I was like underage with a fake ID. I think I cashed. Like, <laughs> I think I cashed like 170 dollars. But 
you know, I was probably 16 pretending I was 18. And I thought that was the most, the idea of getting up from the table, sitting down with $5, leaving with $175, cashing them, handing, feeling like this is the greatest moment of my life. And, and now I've won and lost thousands of dollars gambling, usually lost. Uh, but I'm always chasing that rush of the kid on the cruise ship. And, and, and so for you, maybe the checks are much bigger now, but the feeling you got when you hit that first $20,000 check is probably... Oh, it's the greatest feeling ever. It's the greatest feeling. Yeah, and so to be able to be part of that for these guys that work for me, uh, it's amazing. Are there uh, resolutions... When I say guys, I, I just call everybody guys. Yeah, of course. Hey, it's guys, acceptable. hey, guys. It's, it's, uh, it's people, ladies. People. It's, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, just so everybody knows. What? I don't just hire guys. Uh, in fact, uh, in fact uh, I have some of the most killer uh, 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 lady real estate agents that you've ever encountered in your life including my wife your wife i was gonna say but like when we have a meeting i'll just say hey hey guys everybody come in right and and let me say this about uh your wife because as you know we're doing the show uh today is her birthday i said hey josh people asking for another episode we haven't done in a while you said great let's do it today i tell my wife i'm gonna go uh do an episode with josh she goes oh today's his wife's birthday i said it's interesting because a lot of wives, I feel like, uh, put a little pressure on the husband to say, yeah, it's my birthday. Aren't you going to take the day off? Maybe we'll uh, go do this, go do that. And I was thinking, wow, Josh, this guy uh, putting his work above everything only to realize that you, you already did take her. You had a, a, a weekend, a birthday getaway. Yeah. So we obviously got to schedule it when it works. I mean, today I'm filming this with you. Then I'm filming Million Dollar Listing. Then I'm filming a house tour uh, for something else. And then, I mean, next thing you know, it's 730 at night and you blink and you go, oh, my God, I forgot to make dinner reservations. So yeah. we, we picked a weekend. We went up to this amazing place. We like to, now that we have kids, not travel far. So something it's rare that we get away without the kids. But when we do, just in case we uh, there's an emergency a phone we, call or just in case I get this giant listing appointment because she knows because she's in real estate. We're only in Santa Barbara. We're only an hour and 40 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So we can be back very quickly. And that's what we did. And we went up to this place called the Rosewood Miramar uh, up in, in Montecito. The place was insane. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was Rick nice. Caruso's. New hotel and Rick Caruso is the guy who did the Grove, he did the Americana. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, the, guys, developer a builder, of guys all a developer, right? He, yeah, right. five billion dollar guy, and he developed this whole hotel. Yeah, yeah, and and from what I know, I think he purchased it for uh, forty million, the land, spent four hundred million building it. And then later also assembled another piece. So, you know, that's a $500 million project. And, and how long before he sees, like, like when you're getting into, into something for that much, right? How long before that starts being, he starts making money on that? Oh, I mean, I, I think now that it's all assembled and together, he could probably flip it from day one. He probably could flip it for, who knows, $300 million. Oh, so we, wow. Yeah, but that's a process. You know, you got to pick up the land. Sure. Yeah, six years of coastal commissions and, 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 uh, uh, you know, dealing with uh, with all that. And then also at the same time, he was picking up other pieces that he wanted over the years. Like he didn't have the beach part to the resort. He only had the land part. And then he eventually got the beach part. That wasn't part of the first deal. It's like so chess. who knows? He could be in it for $600 million. I don't know. It's It really is. You think about it, it's just rich people buying stuff, but it's not because it's strategic. It, it's like chess. If you're doing it to invest, it's very different than if you're doing it as a place to live, right? And, and in some ways, it's making— Don't ever buy a house to live in. Buy a house to invest in. 
You've always said it. Well, I, I, I believe you give your grandfather credit for the quote, money is for lending, not for spending. Correct. Uh, I remember I pick up a few things from listening to us. That's my guy. Uh, that's the guy right there. Josh uh, points to the sky. That's my guy. And, and, and that's like valuable lessons that you that you learn, You pick that up at a young age. It's probably you remember that from a young age, and that's been instilled in you now. So as we talk about this first episode back of the new year and, and people listening to this now as they are potentially into their New Year's resolution, out of their resolution, did you have, other than just hitting – financial goals did you have a conversation with your team did the altman brothers have any uh, company-wide resolutions yes you didn't waste a lot of time already expanding to san diego and i saw just on the website which i try to check out before we do an episode uh that you also are currently repping properties in multiple countries around the world right now um and that you don't want people to think of you as you know you're branded as josh altman million dollar listing los angeles but the reality is uh, you've got a monster house in San Francisco. You've got houses in penthouses in Dubai. I mean, you've got places all over the place that you represent. We have we got a lot of goals from the newest member of the Altman Brothers of numbers that they have to hit to uh, team goals, to office goals, to uh, uh, where are we going to what area are we going to try to take over next to personal goals. You know, Heather and I, we've had long discussions. You know, what what is our goal for this year as a married couple with kids? And, and, and you know, how do we relieve some of the stress? We can talk about a different episode, but the stress that comes with this because it's unbearable. So it's uh, what's interesting. You asked what some of my goals for this year were. Believe it or not, is obviously to kill it in real estate and this and that, but also to downsize a lot of stuff that we have that we don't need that is extra stress. And don't take on, you know, people come and they pitch us all these things all the time sure. because they think we're on Shark Tank because mm -hmm. we have a TV show. Yep. And, you know, stop taking on all this other stuff that ends up just being noise and work. And so, it, it, you know, that was a goal for us. Downsize and simplify so at the end of the day, we can spend more time as a family because, you know, every time you sign on to the computer and you see another article, somebody died of a heart attack or somebody died of this yeah. or somebody got yeah, killed or right. a plane it's went down or whatever. Yeah. You, you know, you get to an age once you have kids where it's like you never know. Right. And so it's like you want to get that time because at the end of the day, you can't take any of it with you. And so it, that that's what's important to us this year is to really spend quality time and try to enjoy life a little bit. It's so interesting that you say that because, you know, we, we did a recent episode. We talked about the power of saying no and how sometimes, you know, you, you get to a, a point where all of a sudden people come to you with opportunities and you think you have to take every opportunity that comes your way because, you know, you got to ride the wave while the wave's good. You got to ride the wave. Yeah. But then. The, the more empowering thing, and we talked about this a lot in a previous episode, if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, check out the back catalog, but is saying no and, and knowing when to pick and choose and putting your efforts into the things that either bring you fulfillment either, and that could be financial, it could be personal, it could be uh, uh, just something you enjoy doing. We actually, so I was on the way home from the gym this morning and I was driving and uh, I looked to the right and uh, you know who Grant Cardone is? Grant Cardone, he's he's a, uh, a an investor in real estate. Anyways, I saw him sitting and having a coffee. I pulled over my car real quick, jumped out of the car, and went up to him and introduced Come on, myself. Really? Yeah, because I, I I've missed him a bunch of times on stage. Like I've I've done an event, and then he was like the next speaker, and I had to do a plane, catch a plane, or vice versa, right, or right. or he spoke somewhere the year before I spoke. Anyways. We've, we've crossed paths a million times. We never actually met, but it's funny. I sat down with him when we were talking real quick and, uh, I said, yeah, you know, what are you looking to do this year? He's like, we keep it real simple. He's like, I keep my eye on the things that we're good at. I try not to get distracted from the other stuff. Uh, 
he, he's like, I, I, I try not to get, you know, out there too much. I just stick with what I'm the best in the world. At. And I think that's, that's important because all the other stuff at the end of the day, when you do, you know, when you are looking for, for, for life enjoyment, it's all just noise, right? S- keep your eye on the ball, stay in your lane. It's okay to try other things, but you know, I'm very good at selling real estate. If I start becoming the guy who's coming out with 27 different tech products, mm-hmm. like that's not my thing. <laughs> like, yeah, of course, I could be the face of all these things, but right. it takes time away. You're saying the Josh Altman robotic toilet seat I just purchased is not an official uh, Altman yeah. product? Oh, man, I got scammed again. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's really fascinating uh, because distractions are everywhere. They've always been everywhere. It seems like now, and this is truly regardless of what it is you do, there is constantly people tugging at our time and tugging at our attention, and maybe that's just your phone, or maybe that is uh, apps, or maybe that is, you know, wh- even as you said, when when you go, uh, you know, to a computer to look at houses, do work, it's so easy, three clicks away, and and you're 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 next thing you know, you're on an internet rabbit hole, and you realize now an hour's gone by, and in that time you could have spent that with your kid, you could have spent that, uh, uh, you know, making a new development or making a new connection, and and just the idea, and you're one of the guys who does it better than anyone, and I've said this before, when you see someone like your drive today, where you saw a guy you recognized and you just pulled over, a lot of people would see the person and be like, "I should say, ah, I'm gonna." You know, there's a second in their brain, and more often than not, people will go the other. They say, ah, "I don't want to bug the guy." And you've done it. You've told us stories where you've done it before uh, at the gym with people. You've done it before randomly. Oh, and I tell these folks every time that work for me. Yeah, I listen in real estate. I said, no matter where you drive, you pass multiple construction sites. I, and I tell the, I literally was yelling at my team the other day about this. And I do yell sometimes. It's fine. It, it fire, I like to fire people up. And I said, if you don't get out of the car, you're not doing your job. I said, I don't care who you're with. You're with your mom. You're with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever. Hey, hang on one sec. This is part of my job. You pa- pass a construction site, pull over, leave the car running, and go say, hey, who's in charge here? Yeah. This is what I do. Blah, 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 blah. And anyway, so I, I was like, Yo, if you guys aren't pulling over five times a day, you're not doing the, you're not doing it right. And that's an amazing, you can't post. stop and think you just got to do. Yeah. And, and listen, it, it is true. You're trying to talk to someone at a bar, you know, you're interested in uh, picking someone up. It's so easy to go, ah, they're out of my league or they're not interested. You just move on, but you never know. And you've proven now, and you've had enough success at it. And you've said sometimes it doesn't work the way you want it to. But if it works once, twice, three, four, five times, or in your case, multiple times now, then clearly there's something to it. And it's one of the things that I've instilled uh, in my life since we started talking, where all of a sudden I'll be somewhere, I'll see a famous person, someone, and I don't want to... Bu- my first thought always, I don't leave him alone. And then I go, I should say hi. And oftentimes it's led to a conversation. A hundred percent. You know, uh, where people have My now- brother was the king at that. He's the king at just, he doesn't care. He just walks up to everybody. And I have a friend who's super talented who I've told a million times, go talk to that guy, go meet that guy and doesn't do it. I'm like, you know, and just right. misses opportunities. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like you can't. You can't wait for opportunities to come to you. Uh, they we've won't. said this before. You, you, you need to make your own opportunities. Uh, you know, do you ever think about, do you ever look back at some of the decisions you made you know, that, that moved you from place to place and you say, that, was, that right there was a, a person I met or a decision I made that completely altered 
kind of my trajectory in what it is that I do. Like, I, I think the more you do it, but I mean, look, there's uh, just to give you ideas of people you would know. Like I walked up to Damon John in the airport while he was waiting for his luggage. And we ended up working together on multiple different deals. Yeah, I was and, at your wedding. Yeah, uh, uh, Tyler Perry walked up to him at the uh, at the gym. I was running next to him on the treadmill. Uh, I, I mean, so a, a lot of these people become clients because that's my job. Mm-hmm. But also, a lot of opportunity presents themselves. Like from one of them, I met somebody else, and then somebody else. And next thing you know, yeah, next thing you know, it could be somebody you're doing something major with. Josh Altman is the man that uh, the other voice you're hearing. I'm Kevin Klein. We sit around and talk about uh, real life, real estate. And uh, today the episode was themed mostly on uh, new year, new plans, new goals, et cetera, whatever it is that you're trying to do for yourself, uh, your career or or personally. Um, You don't need the calendar to tell you when is the right time to do it. Uh, Josh has said this many times. Uh, He could have a new resolution that he starts tomorrow. Uh, In fact, I was going to point out when we were talking about the vacation you were on, you know, a lot of people would think, oh, I'm off for a few days. I'm going to relax. I was going to ask you how much work did you actually do? You're away. You're trying to decompress. You got a few days away. I know you went to the gym while you were there. We, we you know, that was that was actually was our favorite. You know, worked out with my wife both days. Uh, we try to stay as active as possible. I really, really tried to put my phone away. And I and I did. So you only had one phone with you instead of four. Is that, <laughs> that the I did actually. uh, uh you know, really ignore it as much as possible. And, and I wanted to give my wife the time that she deserves. And uh, so I was really good compared to other vacations when I'm on the phone the entire time. But uh, can we just talk about, can we end this episode with one important thing? Yes, please. Who is the best putter on the course that you've seen recently? I'm going to say this right now, and this is frustrating to admit, because the one thing I thought I could hang over your head was that I was a, I thought a better, slightly better golfer. Oh, you're 100% a better golfer. Well, and and, and you've said it before. You've said if someone's great at golf, they're probably not as good at their, they're probably not as good at the job as their job as they should be because (laughs) it it takes a lot of time to get good at golf. And I I was like, that's the nicest slash meanest thing I've ever heard. And he's right. He's absolutely right. I got to a point where I was like, I'm getting pretty good. I should be working harder. And, uh, and, And Josh picks up sticks. I don't know, twice a year maybe. maybe. I mean, the right opportunity comes your way. You get invited. Wait, I don't even have sticks. You don't even have sticks. Borrow, I borrowed yours. Borrowed mine, and, and 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 half of the clubs in that bag are from my rest in peace, my dead grandfather. So you're using some some old school clubs, and and I'll tell you, and I know that you you know you get your focus shifts a lot, and golf involves a lot of focus and a lot of time, and that's for you to be off your. Fo- but you, when you hit the ball, and that's a frustrating part because you're a natural athlete. You were playing amazing golf in not great conditions, and you were sinking putts. From twenty feet, thirty feet. It was crazy. Fifty feet, and I'm going, and 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 you did it. And you were excited, but it was also the annoying Altman confidence, where you're like, "Yeah, I kind of expected that to go in." <laughs> I did not say well, that. And I, you didn't say it, but it was uh. that was your mentality. And I go, "That's so much of it too." It's like if you visualize your success, right? And, and that's a great, right? There's an example. It's not real estate. You just go out there. You go, "I'm gonna have fun," and I'm probably gonna. Uh, I grew up when when I was, you know, r- real deal athlete. I used to go to a soccer camp that was the the most ruthless soccer camp in the world. I mean, this was up at at 4.30 in the morning. Like, it it was Olympic development style. And we would spend an hour a day in the gym, laying down on the, the wood court, closing our eyes, visualizing being a successful soccer player and visualizing the moves that we practice in our head. And I remember the coach 
would walk around and he would just say, and he was German, he goes, visualize, visualize, and for one hour straight. It was really crazy. But, you know, you got to you got you got to see in your head before you do it. And you've uh, you still do that to this day, right? You'll you'll be driving up to a listing appointment. You visualize you shaking the hand, signing the paperwork. You visualize selling the house. And uh, and that's a powerful thing. That's and, it. And we could probably spend an entire episode talking about that. So, as you know, I am the regular man and that is the alt man. And uh, as a result, I represent the one percent and you represent the ninety nine percent. Only the exact opposite of that. I'm the regular guy. I rent you own the houses, the cars, et cetera. But the question is, and we get this all the time, uh, what is, is there something about you that is, that, that is cheap or something that you are thrifty about? Do you steal sugar packets from restaurants? Huh. This is how busy, this is how busy the guy is. Can't even get a question out. Like 16 emails came through in the last second. Sold, 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 sold. Is there something I'm cheap on? Like it, what would Heather say? What would you? Well, Heather would say that I'm cheap when it comes to uh, her and I. Right. But that I'm extremely like over what's the word? I'm generous, like, over generous when it comes to my friends. You, and, and, and that's the thing. I've only noticed you being generous. You, you anytime you stop for coffee, you always offer to pick up a coffee to anyone who's there. How many people are there? You, you're, you go above and beyond. And that's why I'm wondering, because I think everyone when you're in a relationship, someone says, oh, you're so cheap about that. Like uh, the guy doesn't buy socks. He steals them from the gym or the guy uh, takes uh, sugar packets from the restaurant. But none of those things. Well, no, because, look, I was the guy when we used to go out at the clubs and, uh, you know, bottles on me and then I'd have fun. All my friends love it. And then I come home the next day and, uh, uh, you know, like we're shopping and I'm like, How, you know, I don't know if we need that. <laughs> oh, so it's fine for you to go out and buy bottles at clubs and spend thousands of dollars, but I can't get the, you know. Yeah. We don't need another decorative umbrella, okay? Uh, this, and uh, by the way, we're bringing this up for a special reason today, right? Yeah, of course. It's, today's a big day. Today is uh, is your wife's birthday. That's right. Happy 35th, Heather the Altman. Ro- let's re- rephrase that. Happy 29th again. Oh, uh, she's like fine wine. That's what oh, I yeah. wrote in her card. Fine wine. She she gets better with age every year. She is a hotter and hotter mama. And uh, you know what's funny is so I was just signing her cards here, and. Uh, did you actually sign them or did you have your assistant? Well, do it? okay. So people who know me know I hate glitter. Okay. I'm just putting it out there. People know it's like unbearable to me. Mm-hmm. It gets all over you. There's nothing good that can come out of glitter. Also like where are places where you would get glitter, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to be caught with glitter on you. It's very hard for you to uh, <laughs> uh, convince a client of yours. You've been working on their house all day and night to sell it. Well, you have and, glitter. But you have glitter on you because it signifies you were doing something fun and, and yeah. something potentially reckless. Well, you, you yeah. Never know. Right. Yeah. You can use your imagination where else you get glitter. So uh, don't like glitter and... My assistant picked up the roses and the cards and everything. She opens them. Here, do you want to open them? Hold on. Oh, boy. Here we go. Hold it's on. Gl- it's glitter. This is what she gets me, and I'm bringing this up because Kevin has <laughs> glitter on his face right now. Yeah. She doesn't even know because my assistant failed. Hold it. Because they're in the air probably. It's in the air. Once you know, oh, you're going to open the card now. It's going to, oh, you're opening your wife's birthday I'm card. I'm showing you a little bit here what we're talking uh. about. Well, glitters like uh, they're like bunnies, like it, they somehow procreate. And, and what started out as a thousand glitter now becomes a million glitter. And it just it's everywhere. I see it all over your desk here. I see it on your suit. So this is going to be this is going to be a quick. It's going to be a quick episode. As uh, as per usual, the uh, the birthday will go on for far longer than the actual day as the glitter will live on forever, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's up today. Oh, and for all those who. Uh, 
Thanks for uh, joining us, uh, professional golfer Josh Altman right there. Love uh, you, Kevin. I missed you, buddy. I know. It's been too Let's damn hang long. more. Let's get together. I'm in Vegas this weekend, but then I return, and, uh, and uh, if, I, if I run out of money in Vegas, which will probably happen, I'll be, you'll be my first phone call. Uh, this is All Dollars No Cents. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Subscribe uh, to Josh Altman on Twitter, Instagram. Check out the YouTube as well. And um, if you're in San Diego, the guy's got an office there now. So check that out as well. Uh, find me at the Kevin Klein. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to All Dollars No Cents. Look for another new episode next week. And for access to the entire show archive, plus bonus members-only content and a bump up to Slacker Plus with no ads ever, click the upgrade button. Thanks again from Josh and Kevin and your friends at Slacker Radio.